Good morning. Happy Monday. You can't even say happy Monday. It's Monday. I know. Monday's always the, the worst day of the week, but I hope you all had a very, very wonderful weekend. I know Wendy and I had, had Eric's youngest daughter, Leanne, little old Scooter. Scooter. She called Scooter because she used to scoot on her and said, Yeah, she didn't like walking around, so she yeah. just scooted on her backside, but she got married Saturday. Yeah. Nice wedding, beautiful backyard, Eric's backyard. So Eric's backyard, I'll just say this, you know, it totally has nothing to do with gold or silver, but Eric's backyard is very lucky. It's a lucky backyard. You want to get married in his backyard, those people tend to stay together. Yes. Uh, Matter of fact, Sarah and I, 18 years, we were married in in Eric's backyard, then Erica, his oldest daughter, she got married in the backyard, and and this time it was Leanne. And I will say this. It was the first time, and this is kind of how things are changing. Uh, the the food was a uh, what do you call it? Food the food truck. truck. It was a food yeah. truck. We had to place your order online, but it was basically you know. It was very millennial. Yes, very millennial. You know, sliders and and shrimp sliders and some kind of buffalo chicken and, and hamburger and French fries and, you know, and simple salad. Yeah, but very, nice. It was it very, was so very, fun very to. Nice. You know, and and you always like getting together yes. for the good ones, right? Instead of it being a funeral, right. to have it be a wedding. And, and, of course, those two, they did it right. So he's an engineer, yes. and I think he's a, uh, a space engineer. I don't know. I know that's not the technical term. Yeah. Aerospace, Aerospace engineer. engineer. And, and Leanne's like a neuro nurse. Yes. And, and if you're going to pick two professions, those are two good ones. Those are two good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Those are two. You may be able to make it work right. uh, if one of you, you know, you need both, right? Because you can't do it just one of you working. That's not going to be enough money. And, and, and they don't live here. No, they live, they, they work in Portland, but live in Washington because of, ta- for tax purposes. Yeah. <laughs> so already, these two are way smarter than most people. Right. But, but it was a great wedding. We had a great weekend. It, it was very nice. And, and now it's Monday, and we're back to work. Back to work, and you know. We have we have nice specials. and. Okay, and so, okay. so, so let, let's just get right to it. I mean, we got a lot of ground to cover. Uh, but Friday, we ran rolls of peace dollars. Yes, yes. At $335, which... We had ran, just so happened that we had ran peace dollars about five weeks ago. Spot silver was essentially, right, it was three cents, I think, difference in the right. spot price to that, yes, Friday and, and five weeks ago. Five weeks ago, we were running them at the time, which was a great price of, I want to say, 390 390 And yeah. the pitch was, hey, cheaper than Silver Eagles, because at the time, Silver Eagles were like 405 Yes. So they were 335 and we've been in, and we had people on, left messages on the answer machine, sent us emails, because I didn't have it online. Uh, we do have more rolls. Yes, we do. Now, I'm going to yes. tell you this. Yes. It actually is even better today, because Silver's up uh, $0.16. Cents. Oh. So Silver's now $17. Rolls of Silver Eagles are 410 so these are down these peace dollars at three thirty five a roll. It, it, it's, it's a steal. You're, you're 
you're talking about sixteen dollars and seventy five cents. So it's you know to buy peace dollars under spot is hard to do. Uh, it doesn't happen very often, uh, and I will say this: the 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 fact that they're this far below. There you go. This far below uh, what a silver roll of silver eagles is. Just a great opportunity. Uh, and I said this Friday. Listen, take advantage. This is one of those deals you just want to buy. And whether you buy one roll, if you buy twenty five rolls or more, we're going to throw in the shipping. Okay, so they're three hundred and thirty-five dollars a roll, and if you buy twenty-five rolls, it's eight thousand three seventy-five, and shipping will be included at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Also, something that we almost we very rarely run, but I just have them, and I want to get rid of them. I don't want to send them to the wholesaler. I'd rather pass. The savings on to you. I have 16, one six, 16 American Gold Eagles, one ounce American Gold Eagles. Uh, gold's up uh, almost six bucks right now, twelve hundred and seventy-five dollars. I'm going to put these Gold Eagles on where they're going to be on super sale, thirteen twenty. So that's forty-five dollars above spot. Uh, which makes that below cost. So $1,320 on an American Gold Eagle. I only have 16 of those. $335 on the Peace Dollar Rolls. And, and it's just one of those things. Listen, now you got two th- great things to buy instead of just one. At 800-951-0592. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com, allamericangold.com, where it's got to be part of your favorites, keep you up to date on what's going on. We had uh, a big, big, big news out of Saudi Arabia over the weekend. Uh, They have Prince Alawid. He is like the Donald Trump of the Middle East. Uh, The Saudis have arrested him and a bunch of members of the royal family on corruption charges. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. They're they're a uh, very prevalent in the stock market. Uh, I don't know what it involves. If they're just ripping off the royal family or whatnot, I don't have details. Uh, but that was kind of driving the market. The president is in Japan today and making that that tour around Asia, and we're kind of waiting to see what North Korea is going to do about it. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to make this Monday a great day by offering you the best deals in town. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold up almost six now at twelve seventy five. Silver now up twenty cents at seventeen oh three. Just an all out buy. You know what? It's one thing to have. The, the best price in the country on one item, but we've got it on two. Uh, rolls of peace dollars, $335, uh, $0.28 cents below spot uh, on peace dollars. And like I said, the only time I ever remember that peace dollars being below spot was when silver was spiking to 50 And I think at that point you could buy peace dollars at like thirty-seven or thirty-eight dollars, thirty-nine, maybe thirty-nine. 
if my memory serves me right. I don't even know if you could get them because I remember they remember you really couldn't get any silver at all. But but uh, that was the only time I actually ever remember that happening. Uh, so take the time today. Uh, rolls a piece dollars three hundred and thirty five dollars a roll. You get twenty in a roll. These are not the super duper ugly ones, uh, but then again, these aren't you know the you know an AU piece dollar, uh, an AU or BU piece dollar or a BU piece dollar probably costs about thirty bucks. An AU piece dollars twenty six twenty seven dollars. Uh, those aren't those, but these are they, they don't have holes. They're not bent. Uh, you're going to be able to read the dates and all of those things that you're going to like to do. But, yeah, people, you, I mean, this was the stuff that was being used as money. Uh, U.S. peace dollars, they were from 1922 to 1935. Of course, this was right after World War One. Very practical coin, too. You know, the Morgan dollar had a little more flair design. If, if I was going to say, you know, hey, uh, of the three coins, you know, you got the, the modern silver eagle, the older Morgan dollar, then the peace dollar. Uh, the 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 peace dollar is the it's just a very simple design. Got Lady Liberty, uh, doesn't have uh, a lot of fluff to it all, and, and very practical. Uh, you know, going back then, I can imagine we probably were much more practical as a country. Hey, we didn't need to to have anything super extravagant and have it cost a lot of money and 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 mint them as economically as possible so the rolls of peace dollars at 335 and then on the gold side almost never i don't remember really maybe once in a while once every 10 years or so i'll run some gold eagles i have 16 of them uh almost and i think I, I don't know. Uh, they're all here, or ten. I know at least ten of them are here, but they're all going to be here by today or tomorrow. Uh, in stock, uh, these gold eagles at thirteen hundred and twenty bucks, which is like I said, forty-five dollars over spot, which is below, well, right below cost, and really probably right right at cost or just a little below cost. Uh, I got sixteen of them. Like I said, I'd rather sell them to you than sell them. Uh, back to the wholesaler at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number. A lot of things going on. You know, Friday we broke down the jobs data, right? And and we've had the again another almost a million people leave the workforce. We 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 talked about the last time. Uh, we did the let the money come back from overseas and how uh, it was part of the last job, well, not the last job, but one of the jobs, I think it was the 2004 Jobs Act as a reason why this was going to create jobs. And then, of course, we found out not only did it not create jobs, the the White House actually did research on it because they wanted this. Which I actually thought, hey, that's an actually a great idea. Hey, you know what? We, we implemented this this policy and we said it was going to create jobs and do all this stuff didn't really work and the answer was it didn't right because remember i i forget i think it was like 9700 companies were eligible to bring money back and it was only going to be at five percent now it's at 12 in this late at least in the trump proposal part and this is just bringing uh money back home 
And, of course, I've been saying how it was only used to buy back stock. And, of course, this report in 2011 essentially said it. Hey, by the way, they only brought back $800 billion, and everyone bought their own stock back. And it wasn't even 800. That's the wrong number. Uh, $270 billion or something like that. Half of it was just a handful of companies. Uh, and it didn't work the way they thought. And I guess my question would be, if we know this, right? why do they lie to us anyway? And, and maybe cutting the tax rate, that may create jobs. I don't know. I haven't seen a study on that one. Uh, but allowing them to bring the money back home really only allows them to do one thing, buy back their own stock and not hire anybody in the United States. But it's just one of those things, because I saw the headline, eight weeks now we are – are we officially eight weeks in? Well, it's been eight weeks since they raised the debt ceiling. By the way, we're coming up on another debt ceiling in another month and a week. So we got, we're got we five weeks away from another debt ceiling. Uh, we've added $680 billion to the national debt uh, just in the last week, last eight weeks. Some of that was catch-up, right, from the last debt ceiling. Uh, and I forgot they only raised it by, uh, instead of a number, they picked a date. So the date is uh, December 13th or December 15th. I'll get the actual date for you. Uh, but but I just saw that, and I was just like, you know, just all the things that they tell us that never end up to be true. And then you find out they actually knew it. Right? At least like with Obamacare, they didn't I, – I, I think they did know. They knew that what they were doing, but it, we couldn't prove it. You know, right? Because we hadn't done it yet. So it's not like we could prove it. We we had to, you know, just use common sense. But here was something. Listen, we already know. And like I said, we've done this a bunch of times. All it is is giving more money to their buddies. I mean, that's just all it is. I wish they would take it out because it proves it doesn't work. Wilbur Ross was on television this morning. Of course, he's in the... Uh, on that Asia trip as well. And for those of you that don't know uh, Wilbur Ross, or maybe you know him as the investor, he is uh, in charge of all of our trade now. So he's the guy, uh, the Secretary of Commerce is his official title now. And and he had some interesting things to say. And, and he started with, we don't think it's inherent in a global trading system that one country namely the United States absorbs in its deficit the cumulative trade surplus of the entire rest of the world right and I'm thinking to myself now he was out on TV making this statement and I'm thinking what took so long for us to realize we're just now realizing, you know what, uh, we're the only nation running the huge, and we're not the only one, but no one runs the debt like we do, right? Let's face it, just like a lot of things, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it really well. And Wilbur Ross came out and said, you know, this global trading system, yeah, it's not very good for the United States. And, of course, one of the things that I think a lot of us were hoping to see was the 
the tariffs and all of those things that were supposed to be part of the tax plan didn't get there. Uh, he blamed trade partners. Now, really, if you're going to blame somebody, let's blame the people that signed this into law. Let's blame all the congressmen, all the, the people, all the House of Representatives, the presidents that all went in. And remember, the NAFTAs and the GATs. And listen, this thing started way before NAFTA and GATS. How can it be the alleged alone superpower of the world? And, of course, maybe we're no longer alone in that. I'm sure the Chinese would like to say otherwise. We have not run a noteworthy trade surplus since we went fiat money in 1971. We ran, I think there was two of them, but the last trade surplus we ran was 1975. And that was, you know, maybe a billion dollars. Today, our trade deficits equal 600 plus billion dollars a year. Right? That's money that leaves the United States year in and year out and doesn't come back. Ross went on to say that the EU, China, and Japan all talk about free trade, and they all practice protectionism. Huh. Well, why wouldn't they? Because we're the only ones in the whole world that really don't. And the reason is really simple, because that's what big business wants. Right? The, the, the thing that they were really hoping for was they wanted to build things less expensively, and they didn't want to have to treat people well. They want, you know, just just like it's always been. Even when you look out through history, first, right, it was slave labor, and then uh, they 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 had you working, right? They built the uh, I don't even know what they call the tenements at the at the company's headquarters, right where you were working, and you'd be in debt to the company while you worked there, and you could never leave, right? All that stuff. This is always how big business has always wanted to be, and the answer really was simple. They told us this was going to be the great economic uh, catalyst that was going to propel us to the future. And you think about, if for those of you that were fortunate enough, for those of you that were lucky enough to have been listening to my uncle when he started Patriot, and he was warning about what NAFTA and GATT and free trade was really about, and you know what's so funny? Why does it today, he, Wilbur Ross makes these comments on TV talking about how the United States essentially is being taken advantage of by everybody else? And, of course, he, he's blaming countries, which, they, it's not China's fault. <laughs> not their fault. Not the Japanese fault. Hey, they're trying to get the best deal possible. And what it really has done, I really want you to think about. Think about what's happened. 
Think about how how it could be possible that 45 million Americans need to work more than one job. 45 million. That wages have not risen since this millennial started going back to the late 1990s. The only thing that has risen is the amount of debt this country's in. We have more people. You know what? I remember what they kept telling. Oh, we got to be more educated. Remember that crap? That's the right. You got to be more educated. We got more people with college degrees asking you if you want paper or plastic or what type of soft drink you would like or uh, would you like that, that martini dirty or dry? Right? And now Wilbur Ross is coming out and saying, huh, well, you know, maybe we got a little problem. That we, every month, we seem to run 40 and $50 billion in debt a month to all of these other nations. And remember, are they bringing in stuff that wasn't already here? Right? You could understand, like, hey, I'm bringing in the, the Italian shit shoes, right? Or or the silk that was the silk, uh, you know, 90s and whatever from the, from Asia. That's what they're bringing in. They're bringing in watches, TVs, cars, you name it, right? All the stuff, air conditioners that used to be built right here. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, a constitutional attorney and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Steve Bannon may be gone from the White House, but the agenda he championed is moving forward on many fronts. If there's any confusion out there, Bannon told Bloomberg News, let me clear it up. I'm leaving the White House and going to war for Trump against his opponents, on Capitol Hill, in the media, and in corporate America. In a series of recent interviews, the strategist, who spent 12 months at Donald Trump's right hand, laid out the case for putting America first. Bannon said the Republican establishment, including House Speaker Paul Ryan and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, simply do not want Donald Trump's populist, economic, nationalist agenda to be implemented. It's very obvious. Bannon took a victory lap following former Justice Roy Moore's 10-point victory in the Alabama Senate runoff, despite being outspent 15-1 to by the establishment candidate. The populist nationalist movement proved that a candidate with the right ideas and a grassroots organization can win, Bannon crowed. Bannon's success in helping Roy Moore to this stunning triumph sent shockwaves through the swamp, which wants to pretend Trump is a one-time phenomenon that will blow over without catching on. On 60 Minutes, Bannon gave Charlie Rose a history lesson that children rarely learn. Economic nationalism is what this country was built on, he said. What built America is called the American system, a system of protection of our manufacturing, a financial system that lends to manufacturers and the control of our borders. Well, the idea of controlling our borders seemed to offend Charlie Rose, who complained, we're all immigrants except the Native Americans. It's what people respect America for. Bannon replied, You couldn't be more dead wrong. America was built on her citizens. 
After Bannon's departure from the White House, the aides whom Bannon had previously derided as the New Yorkers rolled out a package of tax reforms that will require the cooperation of Congress to enact. But protection of our innovation, the wellspring of American jobs, can be achieved despite congressional inaction, and Bannon is paving the road to that success. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. For the U.S. economy to flourish, free enterprise needs to be rewarded. Competition and capitalism need to be encouraged. At phyllisschlafly.com, you'll find alerts and strategies for strengthening our economy and standing against socialism. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Gold's up uh, almost nine dollars now, twelve hundred seventy-eight dollars. Silver up thirty-five cents. Wow, silver seventeen dollars and eighteen cents. If you're just joining us, uh, we've got sixteen. We still got sixteen. I can't believe that we still have them. One ounce American gold eagles. I have sixteen of them here. If they're here at the end of the day, I'm just going to sell them back to the bullion bank. But, you know, you think about saving some serious coin here, $1,320 for a one-ounce American gold eagle, which is $42 over spot, which probably makes us the cheapest in the country uh, at 1320 and then, of course, the on the silver side, the U.S. peace dollar. These were 1922 to 1935, $335. So you're th- thinking about that's $16.75 a peace dollar. Uh, silver now almost at 17 and a quarter. Uh, so it puts it almost 50 cents below the spot price of silver. Just, you know, just a fluke thing. This is one of those things where uh, the Bullion Bank called our, our Wendy on Thursday. Wendy started working this on Thursday. We ran them Friday. Uh, they we had they had 5,000 of them. Uh, and it was a mass seller. Uh, they, they are... They think it came out of the old Binion's vault, but those things are hard to prove. Uh, right now, I know going into today, there was less than 2,000 of them left, because uh, I wasn't the only one they told this to. Uh, so uh, make sure you take the time uh, and put them away, because it's just not us. It's any, any dealer that deals with the Bullion Bank in San Diego has the same opportunity, and what an opportunity the, it is. Uh, at three hundred and thirty-five dollars a roll on peace dollars, you just can't go wrong. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Something's going on. Another Federal Reserve member has resigned. This one now is the New York Federal Reserve President himself, Bill Dudley. So think about it. Janet Yellen's term is over in February. Donald Trump last week said, hey, Jerome Powell's getting the job. We already had Stanley Fisher, who was the vice chair. Okay, so 
The number one, Janet Yellen, she's out. The number two, Stanley Fisher, he said a couple of months ago he was resigning. Now, if you would say if there's a third, it'd be whoever runs the New York Fed, right? Because that's where Wall Street is. That's the, you know, the of all the Fed governors, by far the most powerful would be the New York Federal Reserve. And today, uh, William Dudley announced his retirement as soon as next week. Uh, I believe what ended up happening, because the article may have gotten a little, is he, he is uh, going to step down in the summer. So he's like, hey, I'll stay on for a little while. Uh, he was on a 10-year term that wasn't supposed to expire uh, until 2019. And he said that he'll try to stay on till his replacement has been approved likely to happen this spring or summer. It says that the resignation was unexpected, and I think this is really kind of what we're, we have a a big issue here. And, of course, uh, Fisher or Dudley would be one of those that would be was a more hawkish member. He, he continues to believe that the wage inflation thing, you know, you're, you're going to get more money sooner or later. Uh, it, and not working uh, in stepping down, I think this could make a dramatic shift. Donald Trump, there's five open spots. There's two governor's spots open, uh, plus the vice chair, now the New York Fed. I mean, there's five spots. And, of course, if Donald Trump continues with, with his mantra of, hey, I want easy policy, uh, I think this is one of those opportunities where you could have a very, very dovish Federal Reserve. Uh, his term was set to expire in 2009. And he says that the president of the New York Fed is special among the heads of regional Fed banks. That person always serves as vice chair of the FOMC, and unlike the rest of them, the New York Fed gets a vote every time. The rest of them rotate, right, because only, they only have nine people cast a vote when they decide whether or not they will or will not raise rates. Uh, no clue as to who is going to be the nominee uh, but I'm sure we'll we'll see all of these play out. I will tell you, I believe the nominee is going to be somebody who isn't real big on raising rates. That's just my guess. Why do I say that? Because Donald Trump has said that's what he wants. Uh, so, so today, the resignation of the New York Federal Reserve means the the three most popular or powerful people. On the Federal Reserve Board, as we know it today, are all out. Janet Yellen is out, Stanley Fisher is out, and now William Dudley says, hey, I'm going out with them. And I want, you know what, I'm just speculating. You know, things are so great, because these people, it's like everybody else. Everyone's got an ego. If things were really doing better, these guys would want to stay. Right, they all want to take credit. Right, they all want to, to be the one that get the attaboys and all of that. I mean, now they're all leaving, and and I'm I'm just saying, you know what? They probably want to leave and claim victory because they know what's coming. 
I got to stay to 2019. Hey, things might not look so good. I want to get out of here so I can write a book like Ben Bernanke, right? I'm sure we'll, we'll get them all. You know what? I'll get all of them. I'm sure Janet Yellen will write a book, and, and Fisher will write a book, and, and Dudley will write a book, and then we'll we'll see how much they rewrote history. You know, and, of course, talking about Ben Bernanke and his Courage to Act book. But but it really is something. You, know, you, you, you start thinking about all of the things that are happening. Right, we we've got deficits blowing up. We've got troubles with the pension systems. Now Wilbur Ross came out, and it's about time, and said, "Hey, wait a minute. Why is it the United States seemingly is the only one taking it in the shorts when it comes to trade?" And then, of course, you have uh, them blaming these countries for protectionism, and and I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe we need to protect ourselves first. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back on a Monday. Get those peace dollars. Take those gold eagles as well. You're going to be glad you did. We'll be back right after the break. The the deal, every commercial, the deal gets better. Gold's up $1,180. We're down to eight one-ounce gold eagles remaining at $1,320. I can tell you, and I do know this for a fact, going back to 2003, never sold a Gold Eagle this close to spot. You know, when I first started working at Patriot, Gold was in the 300. And even then, you had to pay like 50 bucks, $49 over spot. Uh, now Gold's almost $1,300, and you're, you're able to buy it uh, for $40 over the spot price. They only got eight. Uh, the eight that are left, eight one-ounce American Gold Eagles at thirteen hundred and twenty. Silver is now up thirty-seven cents, seventeen twenty-one. <laughs> Which now that puts rolls of silver eagles at four fifteen, but you can get rolls of peace dollars at three hundred and thirty-five dollars, uh, and normally. Uh, in a what I would consider a, a market go back, like I said, five weeks ago, silver was sixteen dollars and eighty six cents, and uh, rolls of silver eagles were what four oh five, I believe, and these these peace dollars were three ninety. They usually run pretty close together. A lot of the time, the peace dollars are more expensive. So I always say, well, buy the you know, buy the silver eagles. That's a better buy. But today at three thirty five. It's hard to argue with these peace dollars at 800-951-0592. If you order 25 rolls or more of the peace dollars, we throw in the shipping. So uh, that would be $8,375 would get you 25 rolls of peace dollars at $8,375 shipping included. Our toll-free number, 800 951 Zero five nine two, and I think everyone's starting to, you know, Wall Street still. I'll give Wall Street credit, right? Doesn't matter what the news is. The Donald Trump of the Middle East gets arrested. It's fine, right? The Donald Trump's over there in Japan, and Wilbur Ross is is throwing out trade bombs. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We went six hundred and eighty billion dollars in debt in two weeks. Don't worry. It's fine. 
A million people left the workforce, no big deal. By the way, also, I missed this. The number of people working part-time jumped by 350-some thousand more people. So, again, we are continuing to lose full-time jobs, replacing them with part-time jobs. Probably a good reason why no one's making any more money. And then, of course, today, uh, New York Federal Reserve Chief William Dudley uh, really caught people off. I did not... I I hadn't heard word of that. Like we, when Fisher was resigning, there was talk ahead of time. This this one uh, kind of caught everyone. Well, at least caught me off guard. I did not know that he was thinking about it. Maybe uh, when Janet got shown the door, he decided he wanted to go as well. Uh, but New York Federal Reserve Governor Stanley Fisher, or I'm sorry, William Dudley, uh, is resigning his post. Says he'll stay on. And hopefully, is long enough to find a replacement. Uh, gold's up, or gold's up. Uh, the Dow's up eight points on that. Yeah, uh, the dollar is actually off just a little bit, and it's been floating around. Let's just call it. We'll call it now down a down uh, one here. Ninety four ninety on the on the U.S. dollar, uh, and I think again that's getting a little long in the tooth there. Uh, the dollar was above 100, went all the way down to 91. It's kind of bounced, and, and I think that bounce has kind of played out now, and we're kind of looking at uh, Donald Trump going to be reshaping the whole, looks like the whole entire Federal Reserve, or well, at least the, the main power behind the Federal Reserve. I think a lot of people uh, expecting the Federal Reserve's policies to remain extremely accommodative. And, and really, that's just another word for dangerous. And I admit yeah, it doesn't make sense. We're, we got $20.5 trillion worth of debt. Don't raise rates. It just cost us even more money. <laughs> right? But at the same time, it causes people to do irrational things. And now we, we, we've been doing this for well over a decade now, and all these central banks have done is pumped up all this money. And you know what? It's not getting distributed, is it? More and more Americans falling out of the workforce. More and more Americans falling out of the middle class. Uh, it's just not working. And then you think about, and I haven't even talked about the, the tragedy now in Texas. Not even being at church is safe anymore. Uh, it, it's just, uh, the world's going nuts. The world, I mean, you can just feel it, right? We're, I don't know what it's going to be, but people are more divided than ever. Do you see Rand Paul? neighbor took him out right he's out there mowing his lawn and i guess the neighbor comes from behind broke five beat the crap out of him broke five of his ribs and and i don't you know i don't know all the details about why (laughs) maybe he didn't do a good job mowing the lawn i don't know but yeah that brings a whole new worry to uh having to go out and mow your own yard but uh yeah all of those things, and then of course, Sears comes out and announces, "Hey, we got more stores that are going to close uh, during the." By the way, I don't think Sears makes it through next year. And 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 I know you're like, "Well, they're a bad retailer anyway." Remember when when I remember when uh, Sears and Kmart merged, and I was saying on the air, "Listen, taking two bad re- retailers and putting them into one big retailer doesn't make them a better retailer." 
They still have a, well over a thousand stores, and they're all going under. And then right below that, a couple articles below that, Macy's, Nordstrom's. I mean, the list just continues and continues. What are we going to do with it all? You know, we, 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 I guess maybe we can turn the malls into marijuana facilities. Marijuana facilities and casinos. That'll probably do it. Patriot Radio News Hour. We got one more segment to go. Get those gold eagles and peace dollars before they're gone. Final segment. 800-951-0592. We got eight one-ounce American Gold Eagles still remaining uh, at thirteen twenty, which is $40 over spot. That's a, it's a new all-time low, at least for me. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I know the, the mint premiums used to be like 20 bucks over spot back in before I started working here and I think Eric sold them for you know maybe right around 40 or 50 dollars over a spot uh, and then of course that was long gone time ago uh, these are stuff that I've been buying uh, out of uh, people's IRAs or their own personal stuff and in one chance so by at the end of the day today if I still have these eight they're going to go back to the bullion bank uh, take the time and, and put them away uh, silver side so, Wendy, just check. We had a, a couple of real big orders. Thank you very much. There's only 75 rolls of peace dollars left. Then the bullion bank will be out of them. Uh, $335 a roll. I actually checked with our source that we normally buy them from. Uh, and you're talking about they're, they're, they're 400 to, to 400, 405 probably now with the big move in silver. A roll, so you're really getting a huge savings at 335. As silver spot silver's up uh, 37, 38 cents, 17 dollars in 20 cents, and and like I said, gold's up 11 at 1280 dollars. Our toll free number 800 951 If you've never done business with us, it's, we're not like anybody. It's so simple. All you need to do is call the 800. Both of these, by, way, by the way, and I apologize, are not available online. So the gold eagle price, the peace dollars, you, you do have to call. Listen, I promise, there's no gimmick here. No bait and switch. We're not going to try talking to something else. You just call and tell Wendy, I want the special. Hey, I want the peace dollar special, or I want the gold eagle special, or I want a couple of both specials. Right and 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 when it, you know, she's just going to total it up. If you want one roll, ten rolls, one gold eagle, the eight gold eagles, whatever it is, she's going to give you the total. It's thirty five dollars shipping, and we don't care. I don't care if you order one roll or one gold eagle, or if you buy everything we've got. Uh, well, if you buy everything we got, the, the shipping will be free. I can tell you that because if you buy twenty five rolls or more of the peace dollars, I'm throwing in the shipping. You pay for it. Personal checks the easiest way. Uh, if you want to use your credit cards, you absolutely can do so. Uh, it's going to be fifteen more dollars on the Gold Eagle, five dollars more on the Rolls of Peace dollars. If you want to use your credit card, and we take Visa, American Express, 
uh, Discover, am I missing one? MasterCard, we take all the four big ones. But once you pay for it, we ship it to you, registered, insured, U.S. mail. Just that simple. We don't have a phone room. We don't have a bunch of guys punching phones and trying to sell you stuff all the time. We don't do any of that. Our free report, go to our website every day. We put up hundreds of articles and videos every single week to keep you informed. The greatest specials, at least, that we've run in a long, long time. Uh, Gold Eagle 1320, Peace Dollars at 335 at 800-951-0592. Have a great Monday. We'll see what, what happens tomorrow.